Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. Feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy, Ryback, starts now. Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and today, this is going to be a fun one, guys. I, I can't wait for you to listen to this. I got Faiza Ramuni on the show. Ramuni, as I told her I, I would do uh, the intro for this, who met uh, a couple years ago, and we're going to talk about that story here uh, coming up. I finally got to meet her uh, in Chicago when I was down there with Feed Me More Nutrition, uh, finalizing the whole deal of the supplement uh, fulfillment company with all of that and eating at a nice Muslim restaurant. And we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about relationships, social media, accountability, uh, the negativity and just, uh, uh, holding ourselves responsible essentially. And, uh, everything that she does, she, she's a wonderful woman and, uh, you guys can give her a follow as well. Expired and fabulous. Um, we put that at the end, but, but ladies and gentlemen, Faiza Ramuni. Hi. I was concerned. This is the first time. <laughs> was there anything on your phone set? Because it kept like trying to ring and it kept hanging up on me. No. Uh-uh. I don't know, I don't know. about that. I, I feel like you were blocked. You had my Skype account blocked. Oh, I blocked you. <laughs> this is... <laughs> That's funny. I, would, I wouldn't put it back. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm... uh Forty six hours almost in on a fast, so I, if I go blank and need you to carry the show, I'm get, you got to know when to take over here. Uh, if I hear the thump, I will take over from there. I love how you come on the show and instantly, it's how how am I doing? It's like instead of me asking you how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to I'm so used to doing that. I like the first time we met. What did I I interviewed you? <laughs> You take over the conversation. Like you're, you're very, I very do. powerful, authoritative figure. <laughs> well, I'm going to take a back seat here to you. So, yeah, I'm excited about this. I'm really excited to have this conversation. I will say, we talk, we talk, we talk a bit. But you've been, you've been really busy. So it's yeah, as a, as have I. But I finally got to meet you. I think we got to tell people. So for people that don't know who you are, the wrestling community, you are a wrestling fan. And you stalked me, is that correct, on the Instagram story? So this is what you like to tell yourself, and um, I will let you live with that. This is our second date, by the way, for everybody. This is our second date. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, here we are. You know, it's, um, I did. I discovered you, uh, actually. I, I was very familiar with your work, but I discovered you coincidentally on a Instagram Live at a time where Instagram kind of like would say, hey, you might want to check out this person's live. So we must have had somebody that we knew 
that that would even happen. So fate was just like, get these two fuckers together. I I remember that, and you because you mentioned something. You're like, hey, you're not as dumb as you look, or was that? Isn't that what you said? <laughs> hey, you actually you, you, you actually offer some valuable insight for a dumb looking guy. <laughs> I did not. I didn't. I don't know even. I don't even know if I took it that far, but I think I definitely. <laughs> I must have said something like that. You were very smart. Yeah, that you were um, very very smart. Yeah. I just remember there was something. It wasn't to that degree, but I remember, like, I, I do get that a lot. I get that when I go into grocery stores, Pfizer, if I'm, like, looking for stuff, my face yeah. goes to, like, dumb mode where I'm just relaxed. And I guess I just got a dumb-looking face where people are like, are, like, are you okay? Like, are you confused? <laughs> it's never like, hey, do you want any help? It's like, are you confused, sir? <laughs> Well, I think we all have dumb-looking faces then, because that shit happens to me quite often. I'm ashamed to say how many times that might happen. Really? <laughs> yeah, where some people just, you know, I think we all get at this moment where there's just so much going through our minds that we can have a moment where you just get, like, stagnant, and you just, you're there, and I think it's people notice that you're just a fucking pillar, so somebody's bound to ask, hey, you, you good? It's like, yes, no, I am. I'm just thinking about the... 12 other things running through my anxiety right now. <laughs> yeah, I tend to just forget. To, I'm also, though, I'm like just comfortable wherever I'm at, and I just forget other people are around. So it's like when I do... Oh, you go into your own world. Yeah, I like zone out or like whenever, even like the YouTube videos, eating, like I literally, I'm not imagining eating in front of thousands of people. It's like I'm just eating in my house, and I zone out almost where I'm not conscious of it, and I just, I have... Poor habits, whereas, like, if I was out eating at a nice Muslim restaurant with you, um, then, you know, I would be a little more polite, more more manners. <laughs> well, you were very polite, I will say. I do remember that outing. Very polite. I don't think the Arabs have, have seen, like, oh, he's very nice. My goodness. Everything was thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think they've heard that many fucking thank yous in one sentence. <laughs> we finally got to meet because we did the Instagram. We've talked forever. And, like, is because... To tell people what you do exactly, you're, I, I just consider you a relationship expert. I'm a relationship strategist. I've helped people for 11 years now kind of find their way and ask the questions that will get them deeper answers through various relationship issues, whether that be with intimate relationships, family, friends, coworkers, looking through to be more bold and fearless in their aspirations and goals. Um, I started doing that in a sense of just bringing that to social media, which allowed me to use comedy to kind of discuss a lot of different various relationship issues, cultural issues, and using that platform and that avenue has given me an opportunity to discuss a lot of things that need to be discussed and touch on a lot of taboos. So I definitely love what I do and I'm very grateful for it on a daily I think that's one of the things that I that I think why we get along so well is we both like to laugh and yeah you, you also obviously in like with the Muslim community and like have a very strong following and from a culture cultural background and in breaking down walls and different things and cultural upbringing upbringings for a lot of people and whatnot but you're very smart because in this day and age on social media too you have to to get your message across and and. To, like you got to have some form of entertainment, I feel like, and not always. There's yeah. a lot of people that don't, but I feel like you have that comedic. Like you, you're a comedian at heart. I feel like also, or at least like I tell myself I am, but I'm not a comedian. 
I laugh at my own stuff, but <laughs> where you enjoy using comedy to transport your messages, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. I think comedy will always give you the ability to really touch on the subjects that would otherwise be something people would kind of tiptoe around. You know, it's always been used that way, I think, since the ancient Greek times. So uh, I just think people, I, I, I think I have an understanding of that concept. And so I'm, I'm just very happy to use it because it does. It does make people, if we can laugh about it, we can look at it and we might be able to start a conversation for change, you know, whether that be through relationships or as I said, cultural uh, differences, traditions, practices, beliefs. It, it does. It opens a, an and like a great avenue to discuss that. Absolutely. And do you think too, like I get it all the time. Do you think you could be like, obviously it's like, for me, it's not a thing, but would you want to ever be a comedian, like a traveling comedian? Because I get that all the time. And I was like, no, I'd have to stop everything to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any, like, is there any interest? Because, I mean, you're really, really funny. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, I've been asked that so many times, and, and I have always said that just I'm not a stand-up comic and it's 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 just i see so i value and respect what they do so much i could never have the courage to do that i'm not ashamed to say that i don't i i don't have that courage really and i and yeah and i think that here's the thing it's never in a sense of like putting myself down like oh i can't do that it's in a way of just that takes a, a level of courage i don't have um, I would, I, of course, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem. It's strange because I wouldn't have a problem sitting on the stage and ever talking to people. I've sat to talk to rooms and I don't feel ever like, oh gosh, I, I can't do this. But to stand up there, stand and maybe talk, have a mic and walk back and forth to have a, con you know, entertain people. God, if I see one person just sitting there with a long face, like yeah. just one Arab lady wearing a hijab, like with this look on her face, like just sit down, stupid, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> It's like, mic drop, goodbye, folks. <laughs> it's a whole other thing, too, like to go there and people are expecting you to make them laugh rather than if yeah, you're going to give Yeah, it's just a whole level of pressure. I couldn't yeah. do, like, sitting down to give my two cents, that's easy. You know, that's fucking easy. Have me sit down and talk about, like, particular subjects about the culture, traditions, or relationships. Oh, easy. Just easy breezy. And if we yeah. laugh about it, great. Um, and that's good because that's just part of who I am, being able to laugh about things that are otherwise serious. So um, I can bring that. So maybe if somebody brought a couch and sat it down and just said, here, just talk. It's like, that, that I could do. <laughs> let's just get on the subject and let's go. Yeah. No, that's uh, to where you can have a conversation and then just pepper in your comedic timing. And like, that's where Absolutely. It, it, and there's no expectations. And that's really funny. But like, if people pay and they go in and they're like, this bitch better make me laugh. And then like, they're like, they're already mm -hmm. like expecting the expectations are really high and then it's just like you got to go it's a whole different ball game i mean you got to write sets and i know like my the buddy dolph ziggler does it and they all start out with five minute sets and then they some of them start out with more than that and 10 yeah. 15 20 but i mean can you imagine having to do like an hour show like that that's 
and again, a lot of those guys get their show and they keep a format to it and you tell a story once and, and I've been to like Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle, man, those guys, it's incredible what they do. Oh, genius. Genius. Just one laugh after the it's other. It's just a whole laugh. Hats off. Like, hats off. He jabs off. Heels <laughs> off to anybody who does it. You know, shit. I, I admire them. You know, just, yeah, I couldn't, but. And so we finally met because we've, we've talked for a couple years and the, yeah. and just always remained like friends that have never met through just that one Instagram. Instagram brought the, what a great story of two people. And uh, we've had great conversations over the years. And finally yeah. got to meet when I went to Chicago for everything with Feed Me More Nutrition there when I outside there of St. Charles and and then uh, met you at the what was the name of the the restaurant? It was El Boedi. Yes, I can't repeat. I don't. I can't say that name. Yeah, I, I don't worry. You're good. You can try though. <laughs> the the uh, no, I enjoyed it. That was we were there for a long time. That was that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the things I kept pointing out to you was what I really appreciated in, in you seeing, and I think I even called it out several times, was how there was nobody was rushing you to like to get the fuck out of the restaurant. Yeah. And it wasn't like, all right, here's the bill. Just when you're ready, best don't, you know, <laughs> don't take your time. Best take your time. Just, you know, just leave. Yeah, and you just go. You know, it's like they left you there until you physically like were like, hey, I'll take the check. And I think that's just a testament to how beautiful the culture is that they're not trying to kick you out there. You know, they may want that fucking money, but they're going to inflate their prices of the food anyway. So just take your time, sit and enjoy yourself. So I, I, I appreciated that you were able to see that, that it wasn't um, a constant question of whether or not you wanted your check so that you can get the fuck out and make room for other people. <laughs> no, no, it was, I, I had a great time. I'm glad we finally got to get together and you getting recognized yeah. for you. Cause you, you got a strong following on social media and then on YouTube as well. And, and, and Instagram with everything you do. And then the, the server, the woman recognizing you. And then I'm looking there like, Hey, you recognize me. And then she's just like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> getting advice from you and uh and i was just sitting and just watching and ah, uh, just if you she this woman like this girl she was younger looked up to you like in a way i was like whoa like you've truly have helped her just by her listening to you and then then she hooked us up with hookah after yeah she did she definitely hooked us up yeah it's always humbling i mean to have anybody in any situation look up to you and see you as a beacon of hope for you know, change. I, that's, I mean, I think you get that the same way and, and what you do and whether it be on your podcast or on your YouTube channel as a wrestler, I mean, everybody sees someone as like, they serve as a, as um, an image of what they can be and what, what the answers that they need. And, and yeah. so I'm always humbled to be able to give that wherever we go. And then, Hey, the hookah was just the added, you know, incentive to it. <laughs> it's a good lesson though. We it's like, cause that. when you're good to people though, good things come back. Like, can you, if you would have been snobby to her or been a bitch to her and like, Hey, look, I'm with the big guy Ryback on <laughs> just something ridiculous or like, you know, copped an attitude. <laughs> and then, then, and then when you said later on, you're like hookah and I'm not a hookah guy. I had no clues in the middle of Chicago where we could have got hookah. And, uh, and then the, <laughs> and the girl, it was like, gave this whole, brought a whole thing over of, from one of the other places. And I was just like, what a perfect example of when you're good to people, good things happen. Yeah. Well, you know, let me tell you, that goes for every single person and absolutely something we should all practice. But I especially know as a, you know, as a, as a Muslim Arab woman, I know how hard it is 
in our culture to reach out to ask for help on anything yeah. because we are a culture that encourages privacy. So for anyone to reach out to me and especially to come up to my table and be like, hey, this is happening, um, that's very difficult. So I, I'm always going to open my doors to that because I know how much, you know, how much vulnerability that took in the first place coming from that culture. Absolutely. And I did, I got to experience it being there with you and, and like you were yeah. dressed. I, I feel like you looked fantastic. You dressed up, not dressed up, but like I was in my damn athletic clothes because that's what I wear 99% of the time. Unless like <laughs> for the trip, I didn't even bring, I think I did bring jeans and a nice shirt for the dinner before with you. I'm completely ass backwards. I, I wear my nice clothes out when I go to dinner with the team that I met for the fulfillment, all guys. That and then when I when I go have lunch with the lovely Muslim Faiza, I wear my sweat coat, pants and, and sweater. Oh, stop. My buddy, which my buddy, all oh, they go way to dress up, asshole. <laughs> and I go, no, we're just friends. We were just going out to enjoy a nice Muslim lunch. <laughs> but. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm always like, you know, I'm always uh, about dressing up just because you never know if you see somebody you don't like, you know, and I just never want them to walk away with an image of me looking shitty, you know, so. <laughs> no, but I, I got to say, because I'm reading a book called Judgment Detox by yeah. Gabrielle Bernstein, which she's actually just getting her booked on the show in March here, finally. Amazing nice. book, but talking about judgment, like we're all, everyone's judgmental, but understanding it and like learning how to shift out of it and replacing it with love, compassion, and forgiveness and understanding what, how it triggers us and things of that nature. But like, I got to experience that in there, like with the other, uh, Muslim, there was one or two different Muslim women, like with the dirty looks that you were telling me about and different things. I was like, it's just like, to me, it's things I would never even think about, but it's like that you in that, that culture that you have to deal with. And we're all judgmental, but there's some like se se severe judgment going on. I feel like with that. You know, here's the thing. I think that there's a lot of judgment in our in our culture, in our community, yeah. um, because of you know the, the way. I think that there's still an adjustment to the the type of woman I am, and for women like me, in in a culture that is very patriarchal. I mean, that is a fact. I don't know why so many people in this culture fucking argue that shit. It's very strange to me because it's it's very evident, um, and. Uh, so there's always this kind of judgment. And I think a lot of times some of the women in this culture jump on the beliefs of the men yeah. because they just want to be, they, they want to, they don't, they want to avoid the hardship of what comes with fighting that, what that, yep. whatever belief is go, stumbling through their fucking stupid ass heads. So I think it's just, of course, there's always going to be looks, of course, there's always going to be judgments, but how I've, learn to deal with it is just by accepting that because I, I look at the source and where they're coming from. I think a lot more people need to do that. When you really look at what is driving this person's motives, where are they coming from? A belief system that, that doesn't coincide with my own. Yep. So um, that's, I have to just leave you to your beliefs and me to mine. I'm not bothering you. Don't bother me. And we can live peacefully and, you know, exchange Christmas cards and shit. <laughs> yeah. the, no, you're so right you know? though, but we like, we do that. I see that. And that's something with me, I, like, I'm practicing this stuff that I'm learning and it's it all, it all takes practice of shifting oh, out yeah. of, of a negative mindset or things that can oh, yeah. trigger us and what my, but like, I look at it like, like the whole thing with like, like how people, how people eat, how judgmental, like the, you know, people that are vegetarian or vegan 
compare in like people that are carnivore and like there and I see people like and I've had to unfollow some people on social media that I actually do like but I just can't I could can see how judgmental they are and I go I just don't want to I don't want to be around this where I see people that are pushing the carnivore diet because they're selling stuff for it and like trying to tell everyone like this is the only way you should be eating and this this and that and like I've been 50 days or right around that vegetarian now and absolutely loving it and, and going for blood work and I've read books on factory farming and think there's a huge issue here with a lot of things, but I understand also that you can't just tell people like, no, you need to be eating like this. It's everyone's on their own mm -hmm. journey and we got to try to be respectful mm -hmm. of that. And absolutely. It, 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 whether you like in your culture and you bring that because people though, and sometimes though, when you talk about things and, and whenever somebody has to question their, like the change they would have to make and from their, their, their level of com being comfortable, and it just it triggers and people get judgmental and it just causes mass chaos. Yeah, because, I mean, people are essentially kind of afraid of change. Yeah. I think that everybody gets into a very deep comfort zone of what they're familiar with. And nobody wants somebody to come in and fucking shake that shit up. And some no. people do because they want that change and they want things to be different and others really don't. So I think it's about just leaving people to their journeys and kind of zigzagging away from the ones who... Um, deeply conflict with your own and that, that bring just like toxicity because you know that kind of energy can just when people Rudy. feel like they need to shove things down your throat you know absolutely that's why i tell like, and it, it's all energy and when we take the that's why i tell people too in like with social media like it's okay we're all going to get triggered on things but we have a choice it's like the moment you stop and you like want to leave a, a negative comment or do something like it, it's just a negative energy and it's like at the same time I had to learn, like, because I want to be indestructible with this because there's over 7 billion people. We're not going to, like, there's no way you're changing you're changing everybody and, and you can't control what other people are thinking. Where I go, I don't ever want to be bothered by anything. And I had to start practicing from the Gary Vaynerchuk, the love and compassion and having empathy and forgiveness to people when they leave really hateful comments so that th that hurt person who's trying to hurt me doesn't hurt me. And it takes time and you got to do it over and over and over. And eventually yeah. it's like, it's really easy, just like anything else with practice. And that's for me is like what I've learned, like all this stuff that I've learned over the years, it's come in stages, but there was a gap for me on some things because I wasn't practicing it. I knew it, but I wasn't actually practicing it. I was like, man, I got all this ability. I could practice this stuff every day and get really good at where nothing could bother me. And it's gotten to a point where it, it's, it's tremendously helped me, but you just got to it's it all comes to the end of the day it comes down to practice so oh yeah i mean like anything i mean everything emotions habits to break things everything comes down to having to master it with practice and let me tell you like talking about the comments and shit i mean there are so many people in this world not everybody's going to like you not everybody's going to want uh, you know vibe with what you're saying everybody has an opinion and everybody's like an asshole everybody thinks they need to say it and, yeah. and that's fine. Say your opinion. But you, there comes a level of where you've got to know yourself enough that they can't bother you. These are a lot of times anybody who leaves very negative comments. These are very miserable, angry people yep. that just have something to say. They're looking for and an they argument. found your page. Yeah. I, I mean, because they want to they want to like kind of let it off. I mean, but just they want to distract themselves from their lives, because shit. if they're not arguing, yeah. they have to then look in the mirror and say, well, why am not? Why am I not happy? Why am I not 100%. working? And that's what we have distractions all around us in social media. 
is is combines a lot of different things, which is and there's a lot of like I love it. Like there's so much good to it, but it really is it is a weapon of mass d- distraction, as I call it. If you don't know, if you don't understand yourself, and these people get on there, they're they're looking. They're scrolling, and then rather than just feeling good, because they can't feel good, they can't look at somebody doing good and being successful, which I talked about this today, in celebrating in people's success, because it keeps your energy good, and it allows you to, to, to actually welcome more success to yourself, but you got to practice that as well, because oftentimes we'll see someone doing good, yeah. and we're like, fuck them, and like, because that's what humans, it takes practice and effort, so they can't even do that. Because it makes them feel bad. So then they look at other things or they comment on it and they want to argue to try to bring that person down. And that's where I think we just got to learn to like not let – we got to you got to overcome it with love and compassion and forgiveness and not or, – or just like mute and block them, not engage at all. But it's – Yeah, I love what the fuck you just said about the weapons of mass distraction. Like you need to like put that on a quilt or some shit. That is so good. Make a like note of that that's right exactly now. what it is. It's a fucking weapon of mass distraction. I feel like we have, I just talked about this actually in my latest uh, blog post about having that dopamine fix that you needed. And the more distracted you get, the more excited you get and it's stimulated. You look forward in the next thing. And that's why people are easily bored and looking for some shit to talk about because nobody wants to look at themselves. Yep. And yeah, I mean, of course, love, compassion. I mean, I handle it with a level of sarcasm too, because Same. I just think that sometimes, you know, well, I'm just fucking petty. So there we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had to learn too, Faisa, to cut down because I used to respond to negative comments in a funny way, which was actually yeah. the opening because that's the comedian in me and the wrestler wanting to have fun. But it would actually, what happened, yeah, it, exactly. would, it, it would, it was bringing more negative attention that I, I realized over time where I was like, I just got it in the Gary thing. I just had to start practicing and like, cause a lot of people can't separate that and where I leave my comedy to other things, but I'm the same way. Trust me. It it's... That makes sense. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. But it, cause it, it's, I, I learned too, like when things, when the really hurtful ones come in, you got to like, that's where, when I'll respond to something in a very loving, kind way, that's my way of diffusing it. So it doesn't bother me where I, I get like, if something maybe does trigger me a little and I was like, well, that triggered me. And then, but I, I could block them or mute them and it's over with, but I was like, I'm going to try to help this person because it's going to make me feel better. And then it totally diffuses it where I don't hold on to that negative energy at all. It's just a little yeah. tactics. But the more you do it, the more you actually really see like how screwed up people are. Because nobody doing mm-hmm. good. Like, man, you give somebody a billion dollars. Do you think they're going to go around leaving negative comments? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, maybe. Like if they don't have anything else to do. But uh, usually mm-hmm. if you do, you're going to be pretty busy blowing that money. Mhm, mhm, mhm. It's a bunch of fucking bored people just just not wanting to take the time to self reflect and, yeah. and and you know in a lot of in a lot of cases it's it's really kind of sad. I mean, I've had some people who were really big haters at one point come back to me and be like, "Listen, I was I'm so sorry. I was dealing with a lot of depression yeah. and dealing with a lot of just issues in my own life and I felt locked into mine and then I saw this person being so free and it made me feel some type of way so you know at some point they do end up self-reflecting not everybody but I mean those that want to and so sometimes people come around and if they don't fuck them you know yeah and that's what that book talks about (laughs) that everyone's on their own journey and trying to respect that and like because oftentimes Mm -hmm. this is something I had an issue with that and that the judgment that everything's come in stages for me and the judgment yeah. thing is, I think, the most important because 
oftentimes what happens is, is the more educated we get and the more books that I read and the more information I have, I found myself, there was a point where I was actually getting more judgmental and because I had Ooh. all this knowledge and it's like, well, how do this fucking idiot and like where it was, it was not serving me where I was like, man, not everyone's at the same level and like everyone's on their own journey and that energy, like being judgmental, like the sooner you could get rid of being judgmental, the, the, the more success we will have. And that is something I found. I was mm-hmm. like on little areas that were maybe holding me up. Cause it's it, a continue. It's an, it's a never ending process and it, it's oh, yeah. practice, but the judgment thing, it's such a strong negative energy. It could take over other areas of your life that I found from that book and having forgiveness and like doing different things where you practice forgiveness techniques from this book. And like, I'm going to have her come on the show, the Gabby Bernstein. I'm going to have her yeah, literally work with me on the show on my issues. Cause I think there's no better be way. But. I think that can be very helpful for a great many people. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think I also like, I'm with you about just the judgment. And I think that's where it goes back to, as I said before, looking at where, where it's coming from. I mean, judgments are created from ideas, you know, like people have belief systems that are, you know, many times like very fucking stupid and outdated. So I think it's just, or because of society or whatever condition to make them, you know, made them believe that. So always looking at the source and the reason why certain people believe this way. I think in a lot of times, yeah, it is, it's a, a compassionate approach and um, also saves you from being able to let yourself be dragged into that type of negativity. Yeah. Well, the book too, it's actually like for me, and it was practicing like, because before, even though I would say like, I, I've, I, cause I obviously, when I left like WWE, there was yeah. a lot of anger and resentment on a lot of different things. And I had held on to that, even though I'd said I'd released it, it, it was kept coming back. And you, you, what happens is you got to keep dealing with it. And there'd be times and let the anger take over and they would do something else to trigger a negative anger, angry response. And it's that book teaches you though, to forgive and like the things that you got to do and you actually start feeling good about it and it clears your energy because it's all energy. Like you said, at the end of the day, but there's extreme examples like in the book of, you know, obviously, and you know, of, of, of. Uh, somebody's entire family being murdered or something or, or, or on really just extreme situation where a mother that was left alone uh, in, in with the killer chose forgiveness because she knew that if she didn't, it, it was, it was going to be with her for the rest of her life. And like where people have over, you actually see examples of what people are able to do and it's really powerful. And I was like, fuck, if mm-hmm. she's able to do that, I could, Forgiven. It doesn't mean you're stupid and you go back and do like, oh, I'm going to trust this person again. It's that you just let go of it and you look at it and you hold yourself accountable and you say it is what it is. And but you really practice and they have different techniques in there. But it clears your energy mm-hmm. at the end of the day because holding on to that negative, it, all it does is eat you up moving forward. Oh, absolutely. That even goes even in heartbreak and different everything. Uh, places absolutely and i think that what we hold on to why there's so much like is because it's residual shit right there's so much and there's different layers of that so that kind of has to peel away and i think what it comes down to is just the key word i often tell clients is the acceptance the acceptance of the situation of the reality of it of all the all the different parts that built it and unraveled it you know there's so many layers you need to accept and so um, whether that be in any part of your life, I think that's why it takes people so long. And so many people are like, well, it's been years, but there's layers to healing and accepting. So, I mean, that makes sense that it would take time and 
I mean, forgiveness, of course, is always important. Forgiveness is about growth, right? That's the more we grow, the more we're able to see yep. things very differently. You know what, too, and I want your thoughts on this, is because this is something that's helped me tremendously. And I tell people this is kind of a life hack to, to, to getting out of a, a bad situation really quickly and shifting out of the negative energy. And it's not easy. Okay. Is, is, and it comes down to accountability where and this is, it, it can be, it might sound fucked up in some cases, but I promise you it's the easiest way to fix all our problems is just everything is our fault. If we can accept that, and what happens is, is it allows us to, you know, and I, I use people this example, it was my choice to go work for WWE. It was my fault. If you can accept that, you can move on from it, and you can plug that into literally any situation. Now, there's more extreme things and where they talk about this, but the quicker you can come to the realization that it's your fault, even if it's not your fault in other people's eyes, because if you spend, you can spend your whole life trying to convince the entire world it wasn't your fault, you're stuck in that situation where the result is the result no matter what. But if you go, it's my fault, I take full accountability for it, you justify that however you can, like I just said, I chose to work for WWE, and then you can move forward and away from the situation. Whereas, like you said, mm -hmm. people, the healing and taking time is because we try to justify things, replay things, convince other people. And I found that if you just take full accountability, and just like it doesn't even matter, just fuck it, it's my fault. It allows you, though, to go forward. I wanted to know your thoughts on that. I mean, I think there's a, a lot of truth to that because everything that we, is everything necessarily your fault in the sense that you, you are a horrible human being because that's how, in many ways how it translates to certain people. So I think that's why it's harder to, it's a harder pill to swallow, right? Yep. When you say everything is your fault, it sounds so hard. It sounds, yeah. I, think it's, I agree. I think it's more in the understanding of, you know, responsibility in the sense that we, we, we all have to take responsibility for our parts in anything. Yep. Uh, many times, you know, if certain someone treats you a certain way, you know, like if, if there's certain circumstances, like where even in my past, it was very hard for me to have to see the reality of what, what I had to be, you know, I was accountable for. And in many ways, I allowed myself to be treated a certain way. It doesn't in any way, shape or form say that that person's not at fault for what they did or that they should have done it. Absolutely not. But because I chose to not see my value, you know, I allowed certain things to happen in my life. And I hear this time and time again with every person I speak to in different circumstances, all different walks of life, all around the world, different sexual orientations. Everybody has that same thing. Like I realized that, um, you know, I could have valued myself more and I didn't do that. And there's always a reason for it. So I think that's why when people hear everything's your fault, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I didn't, put my, you know, I didn't do that. And I, no, it doesn't yep. say that you did. That you are not responsible for that other person's action. That, was a, that other person's responsible for their exactly, action. Exactly, yeah. Um, but there is, of course, there's a level where we, we have to be taught early on, Ryan, how to value ourselves, how to love ourselves, how to communicate, how to protect ourselves what to know what right and wrong you know we're taught a lot of the wrong things growing up and oh, we don't pay yes. like for example the amount of people that don't really know what love is to me is mind-boggling and that's why i think i'm so passionate about what i do to try to help people to better understand that and what 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 is love and what is not and 
It's because people see very distorted understanding and images of what it is, and they look for that. And is it their fault? No, it's not their fault, but because they haven't taken a moment to step away and look at the cycle they're in, that's the part where it's like, you got to take a moment and look in the mirror, honey. You know, you got to stop right now. And you have to say, when is enough enough? And um, that comes to people in different times, different phases, different places. I mean, it shit took me years. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, you and I talked about this when we met about how long it took me to claim my life from, from those thoughts. But at the end of the day, I realized it was my responsibility to break the cycle. I had to do what nobody else can do it. So, yes, I do think that what you said is very true. I think it's, it can sound harsh to people to hear that. Everything is oh, I agree, yeah. But I think it's more about the reality check we all have to be looking for in how we can better ourselves and how we can find our happy and how we can turn our past and our hurt and our pain and our sadness into our resurrection and rebirth. Do you know, that's what I truly believe. And my thing too, is for people to understand that is because it's just a, it's the quickest way out of the negative because when we stay in that negative and distract ourselves in that moment, no matter how right we can feel that we are and justified that we are, it keeps us in that negative energy. Whereas just simply going, nope, my fault, I'm moving on. But sometimes we don't want to move on either because we want to distract ourselves from moving on. And and so there's many different levels to this. So my, my thing is, and like you said too, it comes down to, We've been told, we've been told a lot of the wrong things and now we're being, we have a lot of distractions with a lot of, with the TVs and the social media and the cell phones and the way the world is set up. There's a lot of things that keep us distracted from learning and evolving and growing that in, in like people like us that have, have on that journey, not everyone's like that, unfortunately. And so, and we can't expect them, but it comes from within where you just got to say like, and they always say it being woke or whatever the word is. Like you just come to a realization where you, I think it happens, Not to, obviously not everyone, where, but our generation, I feel like it's happening sooner and sooner where people are like, fuck, we've been lied to for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's about everybody needs to come to a universal understanding that you cannot control anybody else's thoughts, their actions, or anything. You can only control yourself. I think the sooner everybody gets to that, um, that finish line, the happier we'll all be because then we won't take it so personal when other people don't react the way we want them to react. Yep. And when they don't respond the way we want them to, to respond and they always want to see us as the wrong one and pointing the finger or being passive aggressive, the more we realize I can't control you, but I can control how I respond to this Absolutely. and what I decide to make important and a priority in my day and in my life. And, um, toodles, you know, that's kind of like the more we get on that level. And let me tell you, I mean, I still practice that that on a daily and it's especially hard, the closer the circle gets, right? I mean, it's always harder to do it to the people closest to you or to the people that you love, whether that be in with family or friends or relationship. So, but so of course, everything is practice, but I, I think we all should be searching for the finish line where it says we are in control of everything from our our mental well-being to our physical well-being everything yes and i know you're Absolutely. a very busy woman fiza and, and i've taken up 45 minutes of your time today i don't want to take up much more but i always ask everyone that comes on 
and I feel like you are going to have a great answer. I don't want to build you up. Maybe you don't. But one piece of advice for the <laughs> listeners. I shouldn't say that because then it's like, wait, what if you don't have anything? <laughs> just, just, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Wait, hold on. Give me, give me, give me 10 more minutes. Hold on. <laughs> one piece of advice to the listeners, if you had to narrow it down, uh, that, that has helped you the most in your life, what would that be? You are responsible for your happiness. I mean, I think we touched on that in so many ways yep. in this conversation. And that's probably the most important. You are responsible for your own happiness and everything starts with you. Um, you have to make yourself a priority. I think that there are too many people prioritizing other people, family, friends, expectations, their community, the fucking guy who bags your groceries. You know, it's everybody's living up to expectations that don't serve their growth, that don't serve their ability to discover themselves. Um, and you have to be your own champion, you know? So I think it's about champion for yourself, rally for yourself, be fearless for yourself and go out and get your fucking dreams and don't let anybody stop you or stand in your way or let their opinions seep into your purpose, you know, figure out who you are. That's my ultimate, that will always be my, 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 my end goal for everybody. Find yourself, be yourself, do your, do what you need to do for yourself. Absolutely. I love it. You're a no bullshit woman, Faiza. For the for the people to the <laughs> on on you if they want to reach out to you or if they're struggling relationship wise I know you're expired and fabulous on Instagram and Twitter and are you uh, how do you pronounce Shit, your last name is it Ram Uni I don't want to pronounce this wrong when I do the open for the show <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce your last name I feel like I've asked you before is that it... is I uh, Ramuni Ramuni okay. I yeah. said Ramuni. I can't even have you roll the R's, even though so many people can pronounce fucking Russian names all the time, but nobody can pronounce Middle Eastern ones. I'm going to roll it for the intro. Faisal Ramuni. <laughs> <laughs> Are you that on YouTube yeah, as no, well? Um, Instagram, like my Instagram handle is the best way to do it. It's the best platform. I have an amazing platform with amazing people all searching to push and, you know, be advocates for one another. So I, I definitely say hop onto my Instagram page for sure. Good deal. Well, Faiza, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to get to talk to you again. Absolutely. Likewise, thank you for your time. Thank you for being you. Thank you for doing what you do. I, I really I enjoy your podcast and everything. So keep doing it, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, we will be right back after these messages. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback. And I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals. My personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code the big guy to save 15%. Fuelmeals.com. Feed me more. What's going on, guys? The big guy Ryback here with Feed Me More Nutrition. Check us out on feedmemore.com or Amazon. You can actually save 10% on Feed Me More Nutrition at feedmemore.com with discount code podcast10. One dollar of every sale on the website goes towards Three Square in feeding the homeless. We have our new fruity cereal, I So Hungry, our mango candy, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, and our Brain Feed Brain Support. 
We have supplements for men and women using only stevia and monk fruit, no aspartame, no sucralose, no artificial colors. We have something for everybody, guys. Get hungry, stay hungry, feed me more. You've heard us talk about real good foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their real good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low carb, grain free, gluten free, and keto friendly. Most items have as low as three to four grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country, with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. Welcome back. Big thank you to Faiza for coming on the show. Uh, loved getting to speak with her. And uh, guys, what we're doing moving forward with the show too, just so you know, is and it is it has begun. We were taking the wrestling uh, report from conversation with the big guy right back, and we're actually going to now the wrestling report is going to be the shooting blank shooting blanks wrestling report, and we're going to be dropping that on Monday. It's solely going to only be. Uh, me and with Raj Geary or whoever we have on every week, uh, if Raj can't can't always be here uh, to kind of just talk about the week uh, in wrestling, just straight up wrestling. That's it. No other things. I know there's people that just want the wrestling and, and the opinions on it and the insight of what I think is going on. So we are going to make it a lot easier. Same channel. You don't got to subscribe to anything else. That will be released on Mondays on this channel, and then the conversation and you know the 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 thought of the week that will be my separate show and that will be dropping on Thursdays. We're going to try that schedule uh, for a while, so check your phones on that. And as always uh, on Ryback TV, we will have those separated on there as well as the wrestling clips as well, just like we always do on that. So the shooting blanks wrestling report is now been created and it's, it's the same amount of work that I've been doing essentially. It's just, we're making the two shows out of it. And I, and I think it's, it's a good thing with the people are very specific on what they want to listen to. And when they see a two and a half hour show and it's kind of mixed with everything, it could be uh, confusing And this way. It kind of helps. If you don't want to listen to the conversations with whoever I have on cool. If you just want the wrestling, well, there it is. And we're going to go on like that. Paying the bills. Big thank you to our sponsors, Real Good Foods. You can save 15% with Real Good Foods at realgoodfoods.com. Use discount code Ryback to save 15%. They got the cauliflower pizzas, keto uh, pizzas, enchiladas, breakfast sandwiches, jalapeno poppers, uh, bacon-wrapped stuffed chicken breasts. They have it all, folks. And uh, they it is it's good. It, it good, so good, but, uh, check them out. It's, uh, depending on what your diet is, I think they have something for everyone on there that 
someone will find a reason that they, they can't eat them and they'll let me know, but thank you. <laughs> Fuel Meals, personal meal prep service, fuelmeals.com. You can save 15% with discount code, the big guy. They got signature uh, meals, custom meals. They got chicken steak. They got all the vegetables, baked potatoes, sweet potatoes, pastas, fish, quesadillas. They have every sort of meal imaginable over there. They do meal prep for you, so you don't have to do the work. Uh, very affordable. You order your meals, they show up uh, overnight on ice uh, from the shipping dates, and they you can bring them to work with you, and pop it in the microwave, or when you're at home in a hurry, in a, in a pinch, it, it definitely makes life easier. Uh, the food tastes great, it's, it's fresh, and uh, it will, you know, if you don't have time to meal prep, you don't know how to meal prep, you don't want to have to measure everything out and count your calories, Fuel Meals can be your solution at fuelmeals.com. Feed Me More Nutrition, available on feedmemore.com and Amazon. The uh, Everything has been transferred over to the Fulfillment uh, Supplement Company, and uh, we, have, we have everything running smoothly and firing on all cylinders now. We are uh, on having our best month we've ever had, so thank you guys very much for all of that. You can save 10% with discount code PODCAST10, and if you're a new customer and you're or listening to this show and you've never bought Feed Me More Nutrition, uh, swing over to feedmemore.com at checkout, use uh, code new customer, and you could actually get 20% off your order. You could sign up to my weekly news, uh, my weekly message, I guess you could say, in which it's just one message a week. We do not spam you. Uh, but we also, we offer exclusive discounts to people that only follow on, on that weekly message, as well as if you got sign up and give us your phone number, we will not spam you as well on that. I've seen it time and time again with companies. I'm just going to simply send you guys a text message occasionally of giving you a, a big discount for being, for including your phone number. And it's not gonna, there's no spamming. It's only discounts only. And, uh, you're not going to get page long text or anything like that of like, Hey, it's me Ryback guys, blah, blah. Like I see it with all like a lot of these bigger things and it, I instantly unsubscribe it. So, uh, but for signing up and giving us your phone number and trusting us, I am going to trust you by giving you big discounts and where, There'll be days where we throw a 40% code out there or 30% uh, huge discounts that we don't offer publicly guys, because quite frankly, is it, it doesn't, the, the margins are a lot smaller, but as a thank you, that, that is what we are doing. So if you give us your email and your phone number and, uh, you can see the big guy doesn't lie and you'll see, oh, he's not spamming us. So that's what we're doing on all of that. But thank you guys very much for everything with Feed Me More Nutrition. And uh, we got our, I got my blue uh, cotton candy finish it right here. It, they nailed it. We are putting the order in for that. So the finish BCAA electrolyte matrix will be raspberry lemonade and cotton candy. We got our cherry pump plex city in production. That order was just put in. And uh, they're also working on a grape. We're going to be coming out with a grape flavor on that as well. And uh, we're working on a peanut butter cup, uh, plant-based, low-carb protein. We're trying to get that nailed. That might take a little more time just because it's, it's, it's with a complete amino acid profile and a true low-carb plant-based protein that tastes kick-ass. Um, and I'm really eager to get that out eventually. And I've got a lot of blood. i got a joint supplement I want to do. i got a multivitamin. i got a green supplement. Um, but right now I'm trying to fill in and provide a few more flavors on what we do have with the powders. Uh, ideally I would like three flavors of each with the finish it, the ISO hungry. And we got that with the wake up limited energy. We have the mango candy, pink lemonade, green apple. So it's, uh, we're growing baby. We're growing. So it, and it's scaling. 
So thank you guys uh, for being patient with me of all of this. And it, it's been, I got to say, it's a good feeling not personally doing orders anymore. <laughs> I, I love you guys, but I'm fucking glad not to be doing it anymore. So it's nice just to be marketing and doing stuff and sales come in. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to fill those and go get inventory and carry stuff upstairs and shelve it and keep track of everything and do the orders. And, you know, so, ah, uh, but that's what it takes. You got to do the work if you want the results. And it kept me busy. So I'm very grateful for that. So thank you guys with all of that. Moving on. Thought of the week here, guys. <clears throat> My thought of the week is here from the Forbes thought of the day. My thought of the week from the thought of the day. <laughs> uh, this is uh, from Voltaire. Work spares us from three great evils, boredom, vice, and need. Work spares us from three great evils, boredom, vice, and need. Uh, and essentially what I'm getting from this is that when uh, we are left uh, with free time, when we don't keep ourselves busy necessarily by maybe not having a deeper meaning, by kind of just living day to day and going with the flow, maybe it's a lot easier for distractions, things like video games or social media, porn, um, you name it, there's distractions all around us, um, maybe hanging around people that aren't good for us, but when we know that, but we're bored and, um, and the word work can be intertwined, can be replaced with just having a, a, having a goal, having an idea of what you want, having, uh, a, a, like I said, a sense of deeper, uh, deeper meaning of deeper purpose uh, of why you wake up every day, waking up hungry. You got to, if you want to wake up hungry, you got to, you got to have stuff to do. You just got to have one thing to do. You got to have a reason to live and you got to find that because in it, it, when you say, Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have a purpose. I don't have anything to live. Well, you got to fucking find one. That's the only way it changes. Like it's, you gotta, you have to convince yourself of a story to create a hunger and you see that with people that are able to achieve massive levels of success and they have this deep drive and motivation. I've always just had this inner hunger and drive inside of me to want to be my best. And don't get me wrong, there's, there's times that I went through my injuries where I had to like kind of, I had to kill my competitive drive a bit and just focus on getting better. And it was really tough, but I got, I got through it and I kept myself busy by having a deeper purpose and mission of everything that I'm doing of and, and helping people and helping myself in the process. And it allowed me, I lost my ability to um, physically exert myself, which I've made money with my body my entire life. Uh, and in my prime, walking away from millions of dollars, and it would have been really easy to give up and lose my, my sense of, of deeper meaning, my purpose. And um, instead, I just had to reshuffle things and find a way to keep that hunger going, maybe more with my brain. And... Uh, as much as I've loved doing both, it was very physical, like I said, and, and this time I had to shift almost completely to mental, and uh, and now I'm able to, to balance it out a little more as my health has come back and been blessed on that end with the stem cells and all the great people I've had access to that have helped me with rehab and getting myself uh, to a level to do things once again, but when we're, we're just kind of left to ourselves with a lot of free time, and I know this too personally, you tend to make bad decisions of, of what's best for you. And that could be alcohol. It could be drugs, smoking, chewing tobacco. You do things to distract yourself 
from focusing on you. And I think, and it's fine, we all go through that at different points, but we have to, there comes a point where you just got to go like, why am I doing this shit? And you got to just look in the mirror and you got to make changes and you got to get hungry, as I say. And like I said, the way to do that, though, is you got to figure out a deeper sense of, of meaning, of purpose, of why you live your life, why you wake up every day. And you got you to figure that out. You just got to create, you got to create a scenario and you have to, you have to believe it without a shadow of a doubt. Um, because when you don't and you just go with the flow, you just become kind of a, a walking zombie on this planet. Uh, and um, it's not a good thing. And we have a lot of that going on and there's no judgment and it happens. It's very easy to fall into. And um, you just, you got to go out of your way to try though and, uh, and keep yourself busy and in a good way. And don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about distracting ourselves and relaxing is a, a nice luxury and necessity of life at times, but there's extremes to all of this where it can overtake you and um, prevent you from your happiness. Uh, uh, and, I, and we see it all the time on social media of people that are just scrolling all day long, miserable. And it's, it, it's, it's very addictive and it takes over your life. So you need to have other things going on for yourself. Because when you do, guys, you don't pay attention to that stuff nearly as much when you got other shit going on. When I'm busy and in the, in the, in, in the weeds and going, 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 I'm not, not concerned with anything else going on because I'm working. I'm staying busy. So work spares us from three great evils, boredom, vice, and need. Stay busy. All right, let's go ahead and uh, review of the week here as well for Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, a motivational book. Also, guys, if you email in the, the winner that I choose here, um, we do have also some Feed Me More Nutrition uh, premium tank tops as well from small to 2XL if you'd prefer that over a copy of this amazing book. Just let me know on the email and uh, we can hook you up uh, for leaving a review. And if you guys were trying to get 1,500 reviews this, this year, on a conversation with the big guy Ryback. If you could share and like this podcast, just share it with, with one friend, maybe five, and uh, let's keep this thing growing because it's, uh, it, it is done well here. All right, let me... Uh, and we have a lot of room to grow. We have 560 ratings. We need 1,500, guys. So I need you to get busy. If you haven't left a rating, come on. I want to give you a book, baby. Signed copy by me or a tank top. I'm going to go ahead and uh, let's see here. We are going to go with. All right. I like this. This is a solid review. Justin French, 18. Uh, feeding time, five stars. Thank you very much. Wasn't watching wrestling at the time Ryback was in WWE, but ran across him on YouTube and started listening. Really like his point of view on things, and he isn't afraid to give credit when due, but also critiques when needed. Also started using his supplements, best pre-workout on the market that I've tried. No crash after like other products. The protein powder is really good also, doesn't bother your stomach or anything. Hell of a review and a plug for my supplement line. Thank you very much, Justin French 18 You are this week's winner. If you could please email the big guy at feedmemore.com and uh, with your address, a screenshot of your review uh, and your choice of the feeding time book or wake up at feeding time or the premium Feed Me More Nutrition tank top available in small through 2XL, and we will get you hooked up on that. And you guys, please continue to leave those reviews. It is greatly appreciated. 
Plugs wrapping up this week, guys, for all fan mail or for anything for Ryback TV challenges. Doing a lot of hot sauces. I've actually had the plutonium number nine on my food. I had a decent amount and it did not bother me. I've been eating extreme hot sauces, raising my tolerance. The UK Chili Queen is working ex extensively with me, sending me tinctures and different things to increase my threshold. They are grooming a, a heat-seeking champion in me. They realized, her, Johnny Scoville, the chili head community has realized that the big guy Ryback has massive potential in this chili-eating world. And, uh, and people are... People are sending me hot sauces from all around the world now, helping me build my tolerance, building a fire-breathing big guy dragon. And uh, as we prepare me for this Mad Dog Plutonium number nine for the teaspoonful, and we're going to see, but I, that stuff is, is radioactive. I've dealt with, I've had the other hottest sauces here, guys, and I got a little bit of it on my finger the other day. And I go, shit, because I was wearing gloves and it got through the gloves. And I couldn't believe it. This stuff is, it's thick like like tar. And you got to heat it up. And I just took it and I got like a glob of it and put it on my meal and stirred it all in with another hot sauce. And it was hot, don't get me wrong. But it didn't, it didn't give me any stomach problems. And what I'm doing is slowly increasing my tolerance to digest this stuff because it increases your threshold internally as well. But I washed my hands four times. And I thought I had it where I was in the clear and uh, I had to go use the restroom real quick. And man, I tell you, that stuff, it burns. Just touching things. My skin and, and fire crotch, just anywhere, it, it stuff is no joke. It, it terrifies me having it in the house. I'm putting it in a box, all my hot stuff, and keeping it in a cupboard. So for like the dogs and stuff, like that stuff, man, is... I don't like having it in the house, to be honest. It's that hot, but you... That stuff's not like regular hot sauce. Like that will really screw somebody up. I don't know how those Bell Life brothers put that in the on the shower on the towel on that man. He got it in his eyes. Like I can't even imagine the that pain. That is. I hope that was all a joke because that I'd kill somebody. <laughs> Just getting it on my skin was 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 bad. So, but anyways, guys, all fan mail PO Box seven five two seven four zero Las Vegas Nevada eight nine one three six. Cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback for personal videos, uh, all appearances or media inquiries. Book the big guy at yahoo.com. Uh, Ryback TV, youtube.com slash Ryback TV to catch this show uh, and all the clips that we put up there and all my other videos for YouTube as well. Wake Up It's Feeding Time, my motivational book here on Amazon paperback and Kindle formats, audio, audible as well, read by me. And social media, guys, just follow me. I'm the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram. Uh, Ryback22 on Twitter and Feed Me More Nutrition Facebook, Ryback247 on Snapchat, the big guy Ryback22 on TikTok as well. I think we just passed 150,000 uh, on there in like six or seven weeks. So everything is growing. I'm very happy with all of this, guys. And uh, as always, thank you very much for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the big guy Ryback. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment.